has been listening to other people's bullshit all of his life. Yes! Now, it's time to hear what he has to say. Ladies and gentlemen, this isn't your traditional podcast. Come on! You'll never know what to expect. <laughs> who knows what will be said? Huh? Who knows what the topic will be, and you'll never know who the guest might be. Recording live from Moore, Oklahoma. The guy that some love. Ah. The guy that some hate. And the guy who just doesn't give a f- This is the Alexander Taylor Show. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of The Alexander Taylor Show. I'm the one and the only, your host, Alexander Taylor himself. I have a special guest here with me. You know, I try to spice it up and switch it up and try to get different uh, perspectives on various things. I have Tez here with me. What's good? What's good? Uh, What's up? What's up? Uh, local guys, buy houses, of course, uh, real estate. And, and if you can't go into detail exactly, break it down of what you exactly do. Um, it's just a blanket general statement of real estate, but obviously there's more to it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I see from the Facebook posts and stuff. Um, and, and also, also it's like a aspect of your being fulfilling in the jet in the sense that you're getting helping families and stuff and you're doing other things besides that. Like I think you have that Turkey drive coming up. Is that true yep. too? Yes, sir. So, yes, so sir. if you can go into that for me, of course, the local guys is who you are and how you got do. in there. Yeah, exactly. Most stuff, man. Most stuff. So just to answer the first one is just like what we do basically is we come, I say basically it's a lot of variables to <laughs> it, man. You know, it, it's a lot of moving pieces and getting to where we are. Has been a journey, but but basically with local guy buys houses, we come in, buy, we, we buy and hold, we fix and flip, we wholesale, we hotel, we do almost anything we can to monetize every opportunity we have in front of a family. Mm-hmm. Um, and to your original point, um, we do ke- keep the customer first, right? We got a customer first mentality um, and we try to figure out whatever formula works for that person. Um, you know, if we come into a home and we tell a person, hey, Alex, for example, um, we're going to give you $58,000 for this home. We're going to make sure you get 58 grand and whatever we do on our side to monetize it is going to be whatever we choose to do. Okay. Um, so when we talk about, you know, fix and flip, uh, basically is, is buying a home, putting money into it and flipping it out. HGTV style, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, How yeah, everybody yeah. does, you know, everybody mm-hmm. likes HGTV. I know my wife does, uh, but like wholesale, uh, essentially what a wholesale is, is you come in, um, you buy a home with a, or you, you contract a house and you sell that contract to an end buyer for a profit profit margin so essentially you're still taking care of the seller and, and you're the middleman making money um when selling that contract before closing okay um, and then a buying hold is exactly what it sounds like i come in and i buy it as a rental and add it to my personal portfolio or to my partner's por- personal portfolio we're trying to get our guys to where they can start buying and holding in their portfolio tony zach hayden um the guys on our team um but essentially that's all we do man we come in and we try to monetize every single opportunity we can in front of these people so mm-hmm. and that knowledge you just dropped there how long did it take for you to gain that knowledge of breaking all that down like that? Because for me, that's over my head. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm not really understanding all the way. Of course, I haven't bought a house yet and gotten to that yet. We're gonna but get still, you that. yeah, oh yeah, of course. <laughs> and so how long did it take to gain that knowledge and, and wisdom? Because I know there, there's obviously, you know, anyone can, I guess, read a book on real estate Facts. or anything like that. But you have to go out there and put in the work, I'm assuming, uh-huh. and, and learn everything. So how long did it take to gain that knowledge? to be able to apply it like that and obviously be able to, you know, even talk about it. Like, because even with the, I think we talked before about your Facebook live videos and stuff, uh-huh. you're able to, you know, spew the knowledge out so well. Uh-huh. It's like you were born to do it almost. Yeah. It's just in it. You know, it's uh-huh. not like you're reading off some or making it up. Uh-huh. You know it. So how long did it take to get that to that point? Man, that's a great question, Alex. And I, I'm really glad you asked that. So it, it's for me to say that, uh, that I've arrived would be far from the truth. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, every single day I'm still learning. I'm okay. learning so yeah. much more about systems. Um, and, and I still haven't learned it all. But in terms of the knowledge that I just, I just, you know, spit it out. Last three years of my life, I've been in real estate. 
Um, and I know that sounds like a short tenure, but, but my journey has been so great. Um, but in terms of wholesaling, man, I honestly didn't know what wholesale was until about a year ago. And I honestly didn't buy my first rental property until two months ago. I asked the first one and, and, and our guy, our camera guy here is the one who shot the footage and we got to get him back out there. But that was the first house we bought. We bought two in one month, but, um, it was a lot of preparation, you know, um, like you said, a lot of educating, a lot of reading books, a lot of things like that. But, uh, to answer your question in short, about three years. Mm, really? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then also, I guess with dealing with this, uh, I would say families and stuff, I guess it's probably a lot for them to sell their home yeah. and to do things like that. So what's it like for you? Because you're not just, in a sense, just selling houses. You're uh-huh. connecting with people, connecting with families. Like you say, you're trying to help people out. Yeah. So what's that like for you to be able to, you know, go to sleep at night and think, I changed a family's life or I did this today? I bet that's feeling very accomplishing, I'm assuming. It is, man, because, you know, there's there's so many scenarios um, that you see. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, you see the, you know, you see the elderly woman who's about to move to a nursing home who, you know, instantly when I walk in, I think about my grandmother, you know, uh, and, and I pray that if my grandmother was in a situation, the young man walking in would do it right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so it's very fulfilling, man. Like I said, and that's just one example because you see it all. You see the, the wife who was a stay-at-home mom, held it down, uh, and husband passed away, you know, um, you, you, you just see it, you know, the husband lost his job and, and they can't, they can't make the note anymore. So being that person that God sent to do that is very, very fulfilling, man. Mm. It's awesome. But in a sense, it's still, I don't know, Mm. to answer it in short, man, it's very fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's awesome to be able to stand on your word and do what you said you were going to do. Yeah. And I would assume too, it's the way to humble yourself. Because you get to go out there absolutely, and you're going to see like this, someone you just said, you know, husband pass away, they're on their own type of thing mm-hmm. or an elderly woman. So you can kind of get that piece of that humble pie there and say, okay, you know, life is not as bad as I thought it was. Maybe yeah. you're having a rough day Most or maybe look where I am right now to help these people get out of the situations they're in. I'm like, that is amazing to see that it's not just a business to you. You know, it's more than that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And even I, we spoke before, of course. The local guy by his house is not just really necessarily a brand. It's like you guys try to go out there in the community and help people out. And like you said, stand by your word. And I mean, it's just beautiful to see. I think you know that, but it's very beautiful to see. I appreciate see. that, man. I like to watch that. I like to see that go on in, in society, you know. Yeah. So, but in general, tell the people about who you are and, and before the real estate, before yeah. everything, where you are right now. Who are you exactly? I who, who is that, Tez? Man. I, I appreciate that. So Tez Arbertha, uh, I would say a city that I'm from, but you know, <laughs> life was life was so crazy growing up that we moved around all the time. Uh-huh. You know, uh, we were we were all over the place. So I would just say Oklahoma when it's you know when talking about where I'm from, but who I am, man. So life before uh, was crazy. You know, uh, grew up in a uh, I wouldn't even say a single parent home because I had my grandmother, right? So. Um, I did not have, you know, my mom and my dad, uh, my mom, things happen. I know it's a very loaded question. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's very loaded, but, yeah. but you know, I, I, I appreciate it because people do need to know, you know, it needs to be mm-hmm. transparent, man. So I, I appreciate it. So, you know, coming up wasn't uh statistically the best, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of odds were, were against me. I, I say your brother, Tony, you know, knows, knows my story a lot. A lot of people kind of know it. I did a live video recently. We talked about it kind of talking about the story. So, man, I'm just kind of start there. So, Coming up was a was a challenge, you know. Looking at looking at my grandma, seeing her have to provide for three boys, me and my two brothers, we're three years apart. My God, an older brother is three years older than me, and I got a baby brother that's three years younger than me. And uh, she had to put on for us, you know. She had already raised her kids, and then here she was, you know, raising us. She had a lot of options. She had a lot of options uh, when I was coming up. I, I would say, 
in terms of just taking in children that weren't hers. And Pops wasn't there. And uh, truth be told, this is the first time anybody will ever know this. I'm going to go ahead and go out and say it. Year 28, uh, my 28th birthday, I'm 28. I just found out who my biological father is. Mm. Wild. Like, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. So being able to share that on this show is pretty dope. This is the first time I ever said it. Mm. I think Tony was actually the third person who knew next to my wife. Like, it's wild. Anyway, so coming up, man, didn't have my pops, obviously, right? Year 28, mm. just now, just now found out who he is. Life was tough, man. You know, the normal, nor, normal, nor, uh, unfortunately, the statistic, statistical black kid story, yeah. you know, yeah, parents yeah. weren't there. Had to jump off the porch and start figuring out, figuring out ways to do it. And I was going down a rough path. My older brother was as well. And then my, my grandmother moved us out of the hood. I was going to Douglas early on when Douglas opened up uh, like seventh and eighth grade. First year, I was at Douglas, you know, fighting every day. I had yeah. long, pretty hair, yeah. big Kurt. I had braids, uh-huh. man. And, uh, and and I was a little guy. And that's when Bow Wow was hot. So like, <laughs> yeah. so like, yeah. so I had the bees, right? So every day I fought dark skin guys. Uh-huh. Like every single day I fought dark kids, you know, because I had long hair. Anyway, I was picked on so man, and I'm not the biggest dude either. So early on, you know, um, it was it was it was a it was rough, man. I, I think I would I would definitely be a part of a gang. Or doing something else if it wasn't for my grandmother making that that knowledgeable decision to say, you know what, let's go. My brother ended up getting a little jail time. And that's when she was like, okay, cool. You can't go down this path and your baby brother can't either. Let's go ahead and uh, move out. Move out to more. So we moved out to more. Uh, I'm like eighth grade. Right. And then from there, life got a little bit better. You know, first year, first year as an eighth grader, I'm still gang banging mm. right not knowing more is not like knowing not, any better and, didn't yeah. know that more was like not even where gang bangers be at <laughs> yeah. so yeah, it's the last place you want to be. yeah everybody yeah. wear hollister it's, <laughs> it's nice here yeah. you know so you know we shifted i shifted that mode of thinking man and i got around some good people and uh to be honest with you man i think it was all god's plan um but after that man you know i just i, I went down um i graduated from high school from westmore high school shout out to jacks um and then got into sales i got mm. into sales early on uh, i say early on i had a few you know dead-end jobs and then eventually somebody was like man have you thought about sales i was working at hobby lobby warehouse i'll never forget this making 15 dollars an hour thinking like man this is the most money i'm gonna make without a college degree like yeah. that was money back yeah. in 2012 like that was some money so uh somebody recruited me uh said something simple to me basically he asked me what i did and he goes okay does anyone ever walk up to you ever and say, okay, Tez, if you do this today, you're going to make X amount. And I'm like, no, he goes, yeah, because what you make has been designed before you got here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, cool. He was like, yeah. So no matter how much work you do in this hour, you're still going to make 15 bucks. And I was like, that's true. And I was like, but in sales, ain't no guarantee. He's like, you're right. But the money you make, you know, you deserve it. Mm, and I said, yeah, it's a different perspective on how to look com- at that. Yeah. Man, it shifted my mind. So yeah. like, um, if anybody listens to this and you think about sales, go do it because you, you go, it's made more billionaires than any, any other industry. But anyway, so I, I, I said, okay, let's try this, man. I went over to work at this company called Surf Pro. And uh, actually, no, 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 let me rewind. This guy actually, he was out of Texas and he recruited me to go sell credit card machines. Just peep this. This is when I found <laughs> out, like, okay, I could, I, I prob- I'm probably a killer. Yeah. Because, like, yeah, yeah. I was selling credit card machines, and, and basically, I had to walk in and say, Alex, okay, you got this laptop right here. It works perfectly fine. Let me tell you why that what I'm selling is better. Mm. That was probably one of the hardest hurdles to overcome, and I'm in more Oklahoma. I, honestly, you know, without being too, you know, I'm going to just say it. I had some obstacles to overcome. I'm yeah. walking into the good old boys, you know, trying to trying to sell something, and they trusted me, you know, um, some of them, right? Um, and I made some money at it. And then, like, I started getting some bad feedback from people in my, from the city that, you know, I pretty much graduated from, I started getting bad feedback. Like, nah, they're not saying they're doing what they told you, you know, and they get mad at me. 
because they trusted me. They don't care about the company in Texas. They trusted me. Yeah. So I'm like, man, I got to get out of this. Long story short, man, I got out of it. I went over to go do something for this company called Surf Pro. And uh, you probably heard about them. They're like these green vans, and they do fire and water restoration. And they were talking to like, okay, because the other job was all commission. This job was like uh, commission and salary. And I'm like, cool. So my salary is going to be like 1500 bucks a month or something. And I'm like, cool, I can pay my bills, I can pay my car. I'm cool if mm-hmm. I don't sell nothing. I never sold nothing. Because what they did, it was like fire and water restoration. So basically if a fire happened, they came and cleaned it up. Oh, okay. If okay. a flood happened, they came in, they cleaned it up. Yeah. So it was more of like, it was one of those things that people really don't want until they need it. Mm-hmm. Like insurance. Yeah, yeah. It you doesn't happen saying? obviously often either someone's house and, and the wall, you know. Exactly. Yeah. So it was very hard for me to like sell that or make money but yeah. I, I got complacent i was cool i was okay i got my one bedroom apartment i'm cool i got my car i really don't care it's better than grow. 15 dollars an hour right. that type of environment yeah it's yeah because i was still dressing nice smelling good because my yeah. other job i couldn't smell good i came home dirty had a shower, <laughs> right yeah. so i was yeah. like cool yeah. my hands not getting dirty we good i start thinking a little bit bigger i'm like i gotta make money at this like i i because they kept saying well here's the opportunity and they kept saying that i'm like okay they wanted me to market to like Alex. Like they wanted me to come to you and be like, hey man, if you have a fire truck, like how is that gonna happen? Like, yeah. I don't even want to talk to you about you having it. Like, heaven forbid that actually yeah. happens. I'm predicting you know? it in a way, coming yeah, in your face, coming in. making you think about it. Yeah. And who's yeah. gonna like, no, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I used to go and no, no shade on Surf Pro, yo, shot, you know, no, no shade there, but like just for 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 Tez, it didn't work. So like <laughs> like me coming in and like, like, okay, they had us like basically chasing fire trucks almost like they would get google alerts and like if it's a fire at someone's house i'm supposed to come to you and be like hey alex you know i know you're going through this man hire us to do it like who wants to talk about business when their whole life just burned like, oh my gosh yeah i, felt, I couldn't I imagine felt, so yeah. bro credit card machines to this and i'm like bro this has gotta be so i started thinking bigger picture i was like okay let's 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 see instead of talking to the consumer who can i go talk to who comes across fire and water all the time i thought insurance agents Mm, right mm, yeah so i said how about we switch y'all's model how about we don't market to the consumer anymore they're like what do you mean i'm like 22 at the time they're like what do you mean i'm like i'm saying like i think y'all got it backwards i think y'all should just go market to the person who can provide more leads instead of the person who's a lead Mm, and they're like mm. okay cool we'll just they gave me a little financial backing in terms of gas money nothing too big to go talk to these people so man i started talking to these people and it had to be god because one guy um well off dude made really good money he saw me and he's like man um can we have coffee sometime? And I was like, sure. Long story short, he recruited me to come work in insurance. There I was again, switching from salary and some money to all commission. And um, I was thinking to myself, like, man, I, I got to do it. You know, I, I got to take a risk here. You know, I got to make it happen. Something's got to give. So I'm going to go ahead and go do it because I don't like this. So I went, I got out there, man, and uh, all commission. I had bills and everything still. And I, I got it. I made it happen. Some God willing, it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's when I was like, okay, cool. I can do this sales thing. What, you know. Let's do it. I was eight months into that. Uh, three months into it, I found out my ex-girlfriend at the time was pregnant. So she's pregnant, you know, going through uh, going through what pregnant girls go through. Uh, she wasn't uh, she she wasn't working she uh, at the time, so I was supporting her, supporting us, I should say. And then I found out she was pregnant. You know, months down the line, I'm only eight months into this insurance job, and I meet this girl because again, I start thinking big picture. These mm. insurance people, they wanted mm. to, these insurance people, they were wanted to market to the consumer. And I was doing it. I was on Facebook. Tony probably remember. I was on Facebook marketing. Like, hey, man, if you have a car, I could change your insurance. You know? Yeah. I started yeah, thinking yeah. bigger picture. <laughs> I'm like, okay, who can bring me leads? Immediately, I said, real estate agents. 
Real estate agents, because every house they sell, typically there's two cars and there's a house. I can insure all three. So I start thinking larger, right? And I start thinking insurance agents, but then around this season, insurance gets slow. I mean, um, house selling gets slow. Real estate gets slow. So I was like, okay, who's going to continue? Oh, builders. Builders are going to continue to build houses through the cold, through the whatever, because most people are getting a house built for the spring. So they can move in in the spring. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So I need to align myself with people who build houses. How do I do that? Start finding people. I reach out to mortgage lenders, right? Mortgage lenders are, it's kind of a secret sauce of insurance. If you can get a mortgage, if you're in insurance right now and you can get a mortgage lender, that's the meat because Alex come to me to get a loan. I say, Hey Alex, you about to get a house. Okay, cool. Here's what I can do. I got an insurance agent who can help you already. You already trust me. I'm, I'm the mortgage guy. You trust every, I'm giving you the money. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to trust my word. So anyway, so I start marketing to them too. This mortgage lender, she, um, said, Hey, come out to top golf have a good time. I didn't really have that much money. I was like, okay, cool. I'll, come out <laughs> yeah give me a little beer and head you home. gotta at least play the part to try to get in the right yeah, yeah. i'm looking i smelling yeah. good yeah. nothing in my pocket man so like i show up and um she introduced me to this girl named tara shout out tara porter um tara porter she was a uh, agent over at uh roush coleman and she met me and she said you will be good at selling houses and i was like nah nah <laughs> yeah I don't own a house growing up we didn't own houses you know i think my grandma actually owned a house before i was born um, but growing up, I didn't know nobody, man. Like, like I said, humble background. My grandma was putting, you know, scraping dollars together, you know, trying to get stuff taken care of, bro. Like, it was rough. So, like, if we seen anything in the yard that said for sale, we kept it pushing. Like, mm. you know, that's that's just what I, how I was built. And yeah. if it didn't say for rent by owner, we definitely kept it pushing. I can feel that. Yeah, I can feel that. like because yeah. we yeah. ain't had a credit, we ain't had the stuff that they look for, yeah. all of that, the money. So we're like, so that's how I was wired. You know, I was just wired like that. So, like, when she was talking about selling houses, I was like, wait a minute. I'm already kind of making money in insurance. I got a little boy on the way. I'm cool. I'm good. She kept pushing. That's why I had to shout her out. She kept pushing. She was like, yeah, you know, I know, but I feel like you would be good, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, man, she sent me a video of the owner, and it's a faith-based company. And I was struggling with my faith at the time. Mm, okay. And it's crazy how God works, man, because I actually met my uh I met my father in law who now, right, before I ever met my wife, I met him through insurance. So man, I, I was like, man, I'm struggling with my faith. I heard faith based company. I'm like, okay. I'll send on the phone with my grandma, man. And I'm like, Mom, I'm thinking about taking this jump. She's like, You can do anything you put your mind to, baby. Just go do it. And I told her, I said, I feel like I was like, I feel it. I don't know if it's from God. And I was like, I'm gonna go set this company on fire. I'm gonna do something that no one has done straight up and she was like okay go do whatever you say you're gonna do cool so long story short man i start start out there working there like two months i moved i moved on from insurance now i'm gonna tell you about this insurance stuff man insurance i go talk to the dude i respected him he was mid-30s it's probably like a relationship with me and tony how tony respect me right mm-hmm, yeah i'm close enough to his age where i could vibe with him yeah yeah imagine tony sitting me down or, or let me just run you through this i set him down and i'm like hey man um <clears throat> and i ain't gonna say his name but I'm like, hey, man, I'm thinking about making this jump. I had no insurance. I had no health insurance and insurance, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. there was no benefit. It was yeah. all 1099. Yeah. So I'm like, and uh, I got a kid on the way, man, and they got health benefits, and I think I can go do this. And Everything looked, looked right. Everything, Everything looked good, yeah. man. Like, you should be like, okay, cool, make that happen. He looked at me and was like, um, you know, a lot of people like you, um, they do a lot of, side 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 jumps and they never do this 
Oh, okay. Saw was like, uh-huh. interesting. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah, like I'm his top performer in the office. Like, okay, cool. I'm just, I was like, word. I just looked at him. In that instance, I lost all respect. Everything went away. Mm. I, I'm gonna yeah. rally around you. Like that's what you want to do, bro. I'm gonna support you. Okay, you know, I had I had leads I was expecting, so I was like, man, this is just my two weeks. You know, this is just my two weeks. So like, for the next two weeks, you know, I'm expecting a few things to come in. So like, you know, I kind of need the money, so I can float myself just in case I don't make no money there. And he was like, man, um, let me just get your keys, man. We I don't think I'm gonna need you for the next two weeks. Oh wow. Oh wow. I yeah. was like, cool. <laughs> All right. And you yeah. know, you know the way we we are. You know, yeah. I, I yeah. went in the office. I had my own little office. You know, it was cool right next to his. You know, uh-huh. and that's the thing about anyway. I could talk about. So I went in. I started cleaning up. Bad. You know. Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't mean like today. I'm like, bro, say less. Bro. You already said what you said. You said yeah, what you said, man. Done. We're good. Yeah. You know. So I'm gonna go put it in the car. I just, I really need that last check. So I'm trying to play cool <laughs> with you. Yeah. You know, I need that last check. Yeah. You know, to uh, for food at this point. Like, I need that. My girl wasn't working. You know. And I'm thinking, like, you know, you would be proud of this move. But anyway, long story short, you know, um, I learned in that instance, you cannot put your expectations on other people. So mm-hmm. anyway, man, I got my stuff, put it all together, you know, took off. And God willing, man, like, I was there. And next thing I knew, I, I was working. I thought I was going to work in Newcastle because I was living in Moore. I thought I actually lived right down the street from here. I lived uh, in them duplexes. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? The I ones think. that blew down in the tornado. Yeah. 149 uh-huh. Western. There, them duplexes right there behind a little um, storage building. Yeah, I yeah. live right there. Yo. Okay, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know. So cool. If I can go to, if I can work in this neighborhood in Newcastle, that's right. That's like seven minutes from the house. Mm-hmm. So the manager at the time told me that's where I was going to be working. And I'm like, okay, cool, man. Uh, that's cool, you know. And I, and I went, bro. And I, it was nobody walking in, so I never really. I was just chilling because I, I had a uh, salary. And again, I'm back in the same. Sal- okay, I can live off the salary, you know. If everything else is cake, so I'm just chilling first couple weeks. Next thing I know, I'm, th- I'm thinking I'm going to be the community manager over the Newcastle neighborhood. And uh, he come to me like, nah, man, nah, you, you, this ain't going to happen. And I was like, dang, okay. He was a cool dude. He's like, he had a boss to answer to. And his boss didn't think it was a good move for me to be in Newcastle. So he was like, um, we're going to move you up to the village, this village neighborhood. And I was like, what? That's like 30 minutes from the house. <laughs> yeah, I really yeah. got gas to get back and forth. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do it. So I was going up there, and the guy who was there, his name was James. Shout out James Reeves. Um, black dude, cool dude, man. Really knew his stuff. Been there for three years and was killing it, like mm. crushing it, like making more money than what I thought, like averaging like 12 Gs a month. I'm like, oh, wow. Right. Yeah. I'm like, I need that. Yeah. And I was just going to be his assistant. That's who was going to train me. Bro, I'm, I'm there for like four days. He quit. Oh. I'm like. So that was a sign right there, like. What's it's your the, turn, yeah, yeah. But I didn't, you know, you, I'm uh-huh. thinking, I'm thinking like, yeah. dang, what? I'm thinking they gonna move somebody else in who got more experience. So the morning they found out he quit, that same manager, name is Michael, shout out my boy MJ, he brought me into the office and was like, Tess, have a seat. I'm like, cool. He's like, it's your time. I was like, it's my time for what? <laughs> he was like, like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, yeah. the village is yours now. And I ain't got to tell you, but it's a whole lot of pressure. And I was like. Let's go oh, type of thing. Yeah. Oh, bro. Like, oh, I no. wish I could tell you that. Like, uh-huh, yeah. like, I, like at first I was just kind of scrambling. Like, what? Because I didn't know. Like, I, I really didn't know nothing. I still didn't know nothing about houses. No training. Still no training. So think about it. Like, you know, that's just throwing me to the wolves. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's either yeah. sink or swim. And because of God, I swam. And, and, and here's what's amazing. It's like, not amazing, but here's how life turned. Right? He quit. 
I'm like, cool. So I come home to my girlfriend, like, hey, man, I got this good neighborhood. Long story, my, my girlfriend at the time did not support me, bro. Like, she wanted, I think, I think, I think she, I don't even think she wanted to. Let me not even lie. Mm. It was more of just like, she saw me struggle so long that when I talked about what I, what I was going to do and what I wanted to do, it seemed fake to her. Like, she didn't believe in you she, all the way. At all. Yeah. yeah. Like, not the slightest, bro. I think most of it is because she didn't believe in herself. And, and yeah, and I'll do in the same relationships. You can tell that really quick if if your significant other and you're giving them your goals and ambitions and they're being mm-hmm. shut down. It's like you start thinking about yourself like maybe I'm not capable. Mm-hmm. But then you start thinking like maybe she has on their own insecurities, his or her, and it's getting on to me. Uh-huh. And that can ruin you know that can really that can ruin you somebody mentally, and you can really give up on yourself. So that's beautiful, the fact that you were able to even know you have someone right next to you that's supposed to be, uh-huh. hey, go out there and go get it. Uh-huh. And they're like, I don't think you're really supposed to. Because I do want to get into that is the fact it seems like you have a lot of people in your life, you know, on your journey that are telling you, hey, you're the one, or hey, you can do it, or hey, this and that. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's great because sometimes we need those people. Most definitely. And especially, like you said, where you came from. And $15 an hour, uh-huh. and you have people coming to you telling you, you know, you're worth more than this. Uh-huh. And your head, you're like, I'm worthless. Like you said, uh-huh. you weren't really in a stable home. Mm-hmm. You weren't always having food on the table. Mm-hmm. All these things. So then you have these people come to you, and they say, no, 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 you're better than that. And you're like, yeah. what? That doesn't make sense. Uh-huh. And then you get put in a position to show that you're better. And then it just blows up and then things just take off and you don't even know what happened next. It's just like, whoa. Man, it's beautiful the way you explain that because it's like in the moment, it was insecurity. It wasn't like I got pissed off because I'm like, you know, and I see how much time mm-hmm. she spent on social media. So, so I know she see other guys like, you know, shining, whatever. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So I'm thinking like, so I start feeling like, hey, man, maybe I, maybe, maybe I can't subconsciously, right? Yeah, like, I'm like, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to celebrate with her and all my moments of like trying to like celebrate was always shot down. Always mm-hmm. wasn't like, you know, like, you know, like, I don't know. Cool. I sold a house today. Cool. It's just playing it, it off. Like, yeah, yeah. It was never yeah. like, word. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like what I yeah. wanted. You yeah. Know? Like, so I called my grandma for that, for that. Cause my grandma was always like, that's what's up, baby. Good job. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I come home and it just, it always killed my mood. So basically Alex, here's what happened next, man. Like a couple months later, my, kid who she was pregnant with we ended up having a stillborn so Mm. she was eight months pregnant right eight months pregnant and delivered a baby that we both knew was dead you know and that was one of the toughest things i had to deal with i'm not gonna lie like like it's amazing i've talked about it i've talked about it openly um only this year like for the longest time i bottled it up and i think that was the worst thing for me so anybody mm. out there going through anything like that, you got to find somebody to talk to because I bottled it up. And that 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 is the straw that broke the camel's back with me and her because she thought that I was insensitive to it. Mm, okay. I never shed a tear in front yeah. of her. You know, even yeah. in the delivery room, I never shed a tear. Like I was just, I had to be hard. My dad told me you got to be hard for her. Exactly. Yeah. Right? That's how you raised and be stood as a man to not show those, you know, emotions and like and, that. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, my pop wasn't always there, but in this moment, and he's not even my real dad dad uh so my like ken arbertha is not my real dad you know uh, but he was there you know at the hospital when that was going on and uh it was wild man it was just like you know i lost my baby at the same time i'm str- my baby brother out in dallas is gang banging like crazy 
crazy. Everything isn't looking pretty. Everything was just like, man, the cards are stacked against me right now. Uh-huh. And like I had, I had a moment, man. Like I was in my living room, and I'm thinking about it now. I came home to grab my baby's, her, I mean, the clothes for her who was at the hospital. And on the way there, I got pulled over right here on 19. I got pulled over because I, and I didn't have insurance. Right. So it was just like it was wow, man. It's like the devil was just like, yeah, trying to get me, yeah. trying to get me to submit. Yeah. I and, think the uh, best way to describe when I say seems like consistently things are going bad. It's just like a cloud over you. And it's just I mean, you, you described it correct. The, the devil. It's just like something's getting taken over that you don't have control of. And it's hard to look at the light in the tunnel in that yeah. situation. So it's great to see that, you know, you sit here in front of me, able would uh-huh. even tell me this information because obviously I didn't know it. So when you, I see the Facebook post, I see you, you know, you're out there now mm-hmm. and you're smiling, you're happy, you're telling your story, mm-hmm. doing everything. And then when you know the background of it, it's like, that's just, it's beautiful. It's yeah. the only way to describe it, that you have to, you have to go through those trials and tribulations. It's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go through them. You obviously wish things were different, yep. but if it wasn't for those situations, you wouldn't be where you are today. Amen. You know, yeah, hey man, dude. So, like, I just I was getting slapped around, man. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and like, my baby brother, like I said, he was gangbanging, man. And he, um, I got I'm, I'm picking up the clothes to take her take back to the hospital. I'm staying strong, right? Next thing I know, I get a call. John has been shot. What, John, my little brother, what? Yeah, he got shot in the face. I'm thinking he's gone. I'm thinking he's done. Yeah, because all we saw was Facebook posts. Everybody pray for John. Oh, I couldn't imagine that. Yeah. Because we haven't talked to him. His yeah. phone gone. No one's talked to him. So I'm just like, yo. Like, He's in what? a different state. It's a different state. Yeah. My mom can't find him. My mom, you know, like, she. Yeah, as a mom would. Just yeah, be, just wow. Because yeah. that hour feels like two days. Exactly. Like, you yeah, know, yeah. like, all she heard was, he got shot in the head. We get on Facebook. That's all we see. So I just fell, man. Like, I was, I was on my way out of the door, and I just, like, got by the couch, and I just, boom. I, I just get, bro. I was just, boom. I, Passed out. Yeah. Just done. Just yeah. done. And I'm sitting on the couch just bawling, bro. Like, what is going to happen? What's going to do? Like, something, you know, I need something to happen. And I wish that I could tell you right now. I can't even think, but I wish I can tell you that I called out to God, but I didn't. Mm. I really don't think I did. Like, it was dark, bro. Like, it was darkness all around me. And I'm like, man, I could give up or I could keep going. I chose to keep going. And what's crazy is, you know, that following year, that, that month, I had a big month. December was a big month. I lost my kid, 12-12. He was born 12-12, 2016. And then I came into 2017, and that was the biggest year of my life. That was the biggest year in terms of Roush Coleman, in terms of sales, that mm. anybody saw. So it was really just a turning point It was a turning around. point all around, bro. Yeah. I did what I said I was going to do on the phone with my grandma that night. I said, I'm going to set this company on fire. I went and sold, 50, I sold 77 homes with 55 net. The dude before me who sold the most was my business partner, Kevin. He sold 52. I was in my interview with a guy, and I said, who's your best guy? And he said, what do you mean in the company or in the, um, in OKC? It's a huge, this is a big company. And I said, uh, in OKC, pick whoever. He said, 50, he said uh, Kevin, he's on pace to do 50 this year. I said, I'm going to beat him next year. Looked at him in his eyes, told him. I had no idea, bro. I'm sweating. I'm pitting. Yeah. Because I just want this opportunity. Yeah. Because I already told, oh, boy, I'm gone. I didn't know I had this last this interview. Last chance almost type of thing. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, crap, you know? He looked at me and he was like, okay, let's do it. I believe you. I said, bet. A moment of relief for you probably was like, <laughs> I'm walking out, you know? And I'm like, yeah. okay, let's do it. So 
I went and sold them that many homes, man, and I was able to do more more stuff for my family than I ever imagined. You know, and I wish I could tell you that it's all kumbaya and, you know, bells ringing and all of that from that point. But what I realized is that everything I was chasing in terms of a dollar amount and success and cars and houses and girls and all the stuff that we we aim for. Mm -hmm. um, I wish that I told you that's where it was. That's where it's at. You know, it ain't. It ain't. You know, I mean, 2017, I don't think anybody in my family seen that much money. You know, I had I had an aunt. Check this out. I had an aunt who was a who's an aunt. She was disappointed because I didn't go to college. I, she started making me feel like I was like a failure. You know, like dang, you know, like if I want to make if I want to make this kind of money, bro. Twenty seventeen, I asked her to do my taxes for me. I blew her away. <laughs> <laughs> I made like sixty G's more than her, and she's our aunt. That and had to be a good moment just to think to you think know that you counted me out. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, and your family, you your know, family. yeah, and you and she used to sneer nose at me and everything. I love her to death, yo. If you ever mm -hmm. hear this, I love you. You know, but you was wrong. Yeah, it has to be that. Though. It has I to love be you, that. but yeah. you, were, you wrong. were wrong. But it's a good thing she was wrong at the end of the day. Amen. So, so Amen. it may have been, maybe she never even put that on you. Like, hey, you ain't going to college, you might not subconsciously, and maybe just it might have been okay. Well, she thinks I'm not going to do that. All right. Well, I'm gonna go take off anyways. I'm gonna do what I need to do anyways. And I think with with going through struggles and trials and tribulations, it's weird because like we talked about earlier, it's like you know, something's bad is taking over that's more mm -hmm. in our control. But for some reason, I've always felt like in those worst moments, there's still little something in there that's like, this ain't forever. This ain't it. This is temporary. You can get out of it. Yep. But the negative is coming in like, no, no, no. But you're still there. Like, this doesn't feel like this is supposed to be yeah. happening. I know I can overcome this situation. And then when you overcome it and you look back at it and you talk about it, you're like, wow, I really did that. Man. This really happened. I mean, you say you went from, you know, at Dell City gangbanging and being involved you know that's going to take you dead or in jail i mean we i feel like everyone knows that yeah if you're involved in that type of life yeah so for you to be able to sit in front of me and just say hey yeah i did this i went to douglas i did this down i went to more i'm still gangbanging and you're not really learning all the way uh -huh. you're 15 dollars an hour uh -huh. i feel like from that environment i feel like that's what all people know is work life in the sense of you're getting paid per hour uh -huh. this is what your maximum payment will be uh -huh. a year and then go to the point where I can make as much money as I want mm -hmm. this month. If I need this or somebody need that, I can go get that money to go mm -hmm. get that right now. I don't have to necessarily have that boss, yeah. per se. And it's just great to see and great to hear because, like I said earlier, and, and for anyone listening that follows you guys, yeah. you're out there, you're smiling, you're happy, uh -huh. and you're being yourself, but people don't really know mm -hmm. even just little things like you just said, your aunt saying, oh, well, you know, you're not going to college, you're not going to make as much or bigger things, your little brother being shot. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just all this stuff is just built up to create who you are today. Yeah. And then it keeps going and keeps going and keeps yeah. going. But I I just I just want to say thank you, of course, for sharing all the information. Most definitely, man. Because it helps me also learn that no matter what, you know, you have unfortunate events going on, mm -hmm. but you have to keep going. You got to You have going. to see the light in the tunnel. You got to. In order to finish the story, I, I want to say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it's you got to the book isn't done yet. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? That's how I always looked at it. Uh -huh. You know, no matter what horrible things are going on, you kind of can write your own story. And that's what you did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You sit in front of me, local guys gear on. I told you, I'm down, driving down the road. I see local guys stuff everywhere. Uh -huh. and I'm like, that is amazing to think. Now that you're telling me that, I'm like, that is amazing to think where you started from and uh -huh. where you are now. In the sense that a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, you know, one situation will happen. They stay stuck on it and yeah. they can't get out of it. You know? It's wild. 
I, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. It's couldn't wild, imagine. man, because it's like, like exactly what you said, man. It's like, oh, and by the way, my brother is alive. You know, I wanted to say that. He, God, God bless that. Um, he is alive, um, doing well. He's good. You know, it just grazed his face, so he's good. So I want to shed light on that. But um, more so, though, but like like you said, man, it's 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 like in them circumstances, you don't see the light as hard to, man, mm-hmm. you know, and especially if you ain't got people really there to elevate you. Yeah, yeah. Like <clears> you <throat> said, even the significant other you're with, you know, she's not yeah. there with you, and you got one person <clears throat> to call, your grandmother, and That's you need it. that little extra, just a few words. That's how I always think. I'm like, it those hard so much, times, man. you just need that one person mm-hmm. to give you those few words. And even though they're just words. Yeah. It's who it's coming from, <clears throat> yeah, and it just like brightens up everything. It's all right, I can get through this. Well, Alex, you know? the, the crazy thing is, man, have you seen that experiment when people like talk to water and the molecules in water? Oh yeah, yeah, it goes yeah, darker. Yeah. Well, our body yeah. is made up of eighty percent water. Mm-hmm. So put that into perspective. Yeah, right. So if our body's made up of eighty percent water, and I feed you hate, and I feed your brother success, who gonna be successful? Mm-hmm. My grandma always told me I was gonna be successful growing up. She always told me I was a special one. She's like, you special, all the time. I believed it, right? That's the difference. And I can tell everybody who listened to this, you're special. But only certain people are going to believe it and put it into action. See, everything that follows is what's important because all those events that happened to me, right, I could have just gave up, you know? Life ain't peachy right now. I still have ups and downs. I have hurdles. I have hurdles in local guys. Of course. We've had hurdles in local guys. Yeah, of course. And I want to shed some light on that too. But, you know, uh, there's there's lots of ups and downs in life, man. And I don't want to give you the cliche answer, but if you're listening to my story, I want you to know you know, I went from making at insurance. I, I made, uh, I was going on pace to make like forty thousand in a year. I went to Roush Coleman. And I made forty thousand in a month. Hmm. Big difference. Way twenty nine days. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah. My life changed. Mm-hmm. I did more for my family. I can do more for my grandma. I never thought when I was. This is what's crazy. It's like what you put into the air is real. You know, like mm-hmm. like whatever you say is going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah. You know, I give my little cousin the best example the other day. I said. If you think that this class, you go into a class and you say it's gonna be the hardest class. Everybody told me it was a hard class. It's gonna be the hardest class. You're right. If you go in and say this class is gonna be easy, it's gonna be easy. You're gonna get yeah. through it. You're gonna, you're gonna make it happen. So whatever you say, you can believe. Because I told my grandma, my grandma likes likes gambling. And I told my grandma at 18, check this out, Alex. I told my grandma at 18, this is a true story. I told my grandma at 18, I'm gonna take you to Las Vegas. When I turned 24. By the age 24, I had no idea what I, what I never even seen. I just seen Vegas on TV. I had no idea how much it cost. I never flew. I never been on a plane. None of that. September, September of 2017, right? That following, that, that October, I was uh, turning 25. I took age 24. Mm, wow. That, I bet you that moment was just like. Insane. I still yeah. got pictures. I'm keeping them forever. Yeah. You know, and I didn't take her on four more vacations. And, and the thing about it is not, I'm not trying to brag, but it, I want you to put it into perspective. I went from scraping dollars, man. I mean, yeah. it was rough. Utilities being cut off. Mm. Everything. People don't, you know, and to your point, so when people see this finished product, they can't relate to it. And that's the value that you're providing today, to be honest, with your platform, because a lot of people need to know what's real. People need to to believe in something. I think I think in today's world with social media, all you see is the highlights, right? Because no one posts the grit. No one posts like what they're actually going through. And the people who do, you unfriend them. You're like, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to yeah. see it. It brings yeah. my day down. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like when people, no one really want to, no one really wants to show that. So when people see me smiling, they see me buying this house, selling this house. They don't know what it took to get that. Yeah. They don't know what it took. The tough conversations, the people's lives is changing. The people who are in pain and the pain I feel with that person to make it happen. Yeah. You know, and I think yeah. that feeds over to every aspect, you know. Um, but my life, man, I, I, I didn't know, you know, coming out of high school, I got a best friend who went pro in football and I'm sitting here riding, riding his coattails. For lack of a better term, just to go hang out in Norman. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, yeah. he full ride at OU. I just want to go kick it. 
Yeah. You know, I want to I'm gonna skip the lines. You get that little moment to shine yeah, a little bit. Just yeah. on the weekends though. Yeah. You know, like it was <laughs> yeah. just a weekend thing and I didn't know where my life was going. So I had to figure something out quick. And you know, fast forward today, I'm employing one of my good friends from high school, two of my good friends from high school, and we making it happen. We taking over the market. So it's 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 important for people to see the grit, man, see the grind, see the see the sweat, see the blood and the tears, because it was a lot of tears. There's a lot of relationships that I wish I could have kept. And unfortunately, you just can't keep them when you try yeah. to go to the top. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna leave, I, I want I want to give an analogy real quick, Alex. It's like and I got it from my guy Jack Walker. Shout out Jack Walker, man. That's the that's the best barber in the city, in the state, in the country, uh, and the best mentor. So you know, you got a problem with it? Come see me. So Jack Walker, man. Jack Walker is the best guy. So this guy has been like a personal friend of mine. You know, and I met our camera guy through Jack Walker. Okay, so it's giving connects to Connect. to other people. Yeah. Samaj Piran came to one of my events. Oh, okay, yeah. Right when he signed with Washington Redskins, when I was working at Roush and signing autographs, just because Jack connected us. Wow. Dude's yeah. been thorough. Dude's, dude's fed into me so much or poured into me so much. But basically, Jack gave me this analogy, man, and I was sitting with him, and I'm like, man, that's crazy. He's like, picture this. Picture life is uh, life's like an elevator. And I said, okay, struggling to get yeah, there. Yeah, I'm following, I'm like, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Well, let's, get, let's see what you're talking about. Curtis, have you heard this elevator? You heard the elevator one? Oh, oh, Tony, have you heard it? Okay. Oh, good. Alex, have you heard this elevator? No, you, um, you, okay. you're building this up right, so I'm ready to hear it. Good, 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 good. So check this out. So check this out. Life's like an elevator. And he said, think about it. Everybody you started at the bottom with, your goal is to get to the 100th floor up top. Everybody want to go to the top. Mm. Everybody, even the people on the couch who ain't doing nothing, they want to be at the top. Everybody want that. So, you know, you at the bottom and you got your friends who you get on the elevator with and you're like, yeah, we're going to the top. We're going. Right. And what you know about an elevator is every floor someone has to get off. Mm, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so in that, in that, you know, let's say, you know, floor 10, somebody you came up with got off the floor, floor 15, somebody else, floor 20, somebody else. But while people are getting off, other people are getting on. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times yeah. in life, a lot of us get to floor 20 and we think about who left at floor 10, not even appreciating the people who got onto our elevator mm. to help us get who's going to the top with us, mm -hmm. you know, and that's something that we got to take a hold of because when you think about life and you think about a, you know, when you think about the elevator and going to the top, if you are focused on going to the top, you shouldn't worry about who's getting off. We spend a lot of time dwelling on who's getting off. We should spend more time focusing on the people who are getting on. If you told me five years ago that I, that my business partner would be Kevin, you know, this guy who I didn't come up with completely honest. I come from a background where I, my best friends were not white. Yeah. Yeah. Call it what it is. Mm -hmm. My boys, my boys were my boy. We were all black. We're all tatted up. We all do the same thing. Those are the people I thought I was going to come up with. Tony knows mm -hmm. some of them. Unfortunately, Tony got into a fight with some of them. <laughs> I just found out the other <laughs> day. Tony over here. Didn't even know. I don't know if he won or lost. I'm thinking he yeah. lost. They were pretty yeah. tough dudes. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell Tony, no matter what, he lost every fight in my eyes. I always say that. <laughs> I'm like, you lost every fight to me. I don't care what you tell me. But I mean, even to just to get on that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, yeah. I feel like just naturally, if you're going to be in a clique. You know what I'm saying? You're uh -huh. going to have your friend group yep. and 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 it's interesting though just to speak on that uh coming from ethnic backgrounds different cultural backgrounds yep. you know being being african-american mexican i'm with them type of kids i'm with that environment uh -huh. and then you switch over and you're going to more you know caucasian and uh -huh. you start learning different things start seeing different things yeah. and like i like that and you're like what is it about and then you start going to you know generational wealth uh -huh. except real estate uh -huh. you know i have friends oh yeah my dad owns this company my dad owns this company and I'm just like, whoa, you know, my dad doesn't do that. And my mom doesn't do that. Yeah. They struggling to get, keep the lights on. Yeah. 
and you getting brand new trucks and cars when you turn 16. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here mind blown because I'm like, I like that because it shows you what is out there in the world. You know what I'm Facts. saying? Because if you st- say you stay at Douglas, you're, whole, you're not uh-huh. going to know anything but Douglas exactly. environment. Exactly. You're not going to know that. Yeah. You can go get buy a house. You can flip Straight houses. Up. You can do all yeah. those type of things. So I, I like that, that you brought that up because mm-hmm. people don't really necessarily really think about that mm-hmm. the way it should be. It's not even necessarily a race thing. It's just culturally it's and just everything. Culturally it's just different, different, man. Yeah, it's just different. It's who you finish with it. is not who you thought you like. It's not who you started with. Mm-hmm. And everybody talk about it. Like, you're gonna lose some friends on the way. But whenever you're going through that, like you don't want to lose that friend, man. Yeah, you don't. Like you, you know, don't. you almost doing too much to hold on to that friend. Yes. like it's it's it's, it's impossible. It's yes. crazy. Like, yes. you you're looking there, and then you feel out of you feel out of your environment when you're not there. Now, don't get me wrong. You can you can get to the top with the people as long as they're willing to change. Like like no shade to the people you start with. But you never want to work too hard for a relationship to the fact to the point that it's hurting you. Mm-hmm. Like if your person, if if you tell your sit your friend down, like, hey man, look, you're making these decisions. I'm trying to go here. What you're doing is not going to get me there. And they're like, okay, cool. I see that. Let's change that. Let's get together together. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a friend. Yeah. But you sit somebody down, or, or they see you moving different, or they see you hanging out with different people, and they judge you and instantly want to pull you back and remind who you remind you who you were. Yeah. Those aren't people who are gonna get there because yeah. they still focus on who they were or who they still are. Mm-hmm. So. um I just want to say that because because cats out of Douglas, you know, or, or cultural backgrounds in, in areas that aren't the best can still make it. Exactly. They can. They but it's can. harder. It is harder. A lot harder. Yes. Because, you know, a lot of people are like, man, there's a lot of opportunity, you know, and, and, and you get on TV and you see guys like, you know, our president and all these other people who, mm-hmm. who are supporting them. And, and no shade. I don't want to turn this into a political debate. But like you, you see these people. And like, Oh, everybody has an opportunity. Yeah. No, you don't. You're a product of your environment. And, and to a degree you do. But a 4.0 coming out of Douglas and a 4.0 coming out of Westmore is different. Perceived, way, way it's perceived different. way different when way you go different. to OU. Yeah, it's different. completely different. You know, mm-hmm. you probably won't even get a scholarship. Like, uh, y'all got different books than we got. Yeah, it's, something's wrong. Yeah. Something's yeah. different. Like, yeah, you know, and, and your teachers aren't as engaged. You know, mm-hmm. so like the opportunity, although it's there, it's it's not. It's not really like, mm-hmm. and the support isn't there. So to your point, you know, you really don't know this stuff until you're exposed to it. Like, you know, I had a friend, Britton Cox. I don't know if y'all know the Coxes. They had little sisters and brothers that still went to Westmore. You probably might, know some of the I Coxes. Might. I'm gonna say I know a few last name Cox. Cox, right? Yeah. And they got because they had like eight siblings. It's a uh-huh. lot of them. It's a, yeah. ton, it's a ton of them. But they own HIS Paint. I'm sorry. I think I might know who you're talking about. Yeah. I know Macy Cox. Ma- that's them. Okay. Yeah. That's them, yeah. right? Her older yeah. brother is Britton. Okay. She had a brother named Garrett, okay. too. Okay. It's a lot yeah. of them, right? Yeah. yeah. This dude right here uh, come from, dude, like, money. I didn't even know Gloria. I didn't even know what Gloria was until this guy. Like, yeah. his granddad lived there. H.I.S. Paint. But see, even then, God was working because H.I.S., his, it stands for his, meaning God. That's That was Oh, there. wow. I never knew that. Yeah. A little paintbrush, and it says, mm-hmm. I... They own that. He would invite me over, and I would go to his house, and it was bonkers. It's like, uh, yeah, pulling up to a gate, I gotta get let in. Like, like what? Wait, yeah, like what? Different. What do you mean the girls have their own side of the house and the boys have their own side? Like, <laughs> yeah, you, no, that's not what we do. You know, like that's yeah. not where we come from. Yeah. Uh, one of the most humbling moments, and my wife laughs about this, is he came over to my house one time, down to earth dude, humble dude. Shout out my boy B Cox, humble dude, but came over to my house. And he made a sandwich. She's like, you know, because I wanted to be able to be, you know, because I used to always come stay the night at their house. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, like, so you oh, want yeah, to offer over. that back? Yeah. Come back. Yeah, come over, man. You hungry? What you? What you? <laughs> yeah. I got you, Britain. Let's go. So, dude took a bite of a sandwich. Speak this, Tony. Took a bite of the sandwich, and after he bit it, he spit it out. And I was like, we can box, bro. <laughs> like if you want yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> ultimate disrespect. You make a sandwich in my house, you eat it, you spit, spit it, it out. out. Yeah. 
He said, oh, we don't eat white bread in my house. Oh, my God. I said, boy, I didn't know there was a diff. Like, I, like yeah. I obviously there's a different. Yeah. But we don't even buy that. It's just bread to us. Like, man, we health. Like, man, uh-huh. yeah. we just eating, you yeah. know? So, like, uh, that was one of the most, hum- like, I was like, okay, cool. You know, obviously there's a, co- there's there's something different. Yeah. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah, like, there is. It's different. Like, it's, mm. it's completely different. So, it made me want more. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, so, like, yeah. so, you know, it, it's crazy because they say, you know, you surround yourself by five millionaires, you'll be the sixth. Mm-hmm. You surround yourself by four felons, you'll be the fifth. Yeah. That's just who you kicking it with. That's yeah. just, it's going to happen. It's a byproduct. So anyway, man, yeah, that's, that's a little bit about me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, and it's just, that's just life, man. That's how life is, you know? And, um, you know, local guys, uh, it's crazy how it started and, and where we are today. It's a, it's an extreme blessing. Kind of give you the story background on that too, Alex, but Man, the background on local guys is like I said, Kevin was a top sales guy. Um, I came in and I wanted to beat him. He got promoted instantly. The guy who hired me got fired. Kevin got promoted. So we never had a chance to actually clash, but he had a record and I was coming for it and I beat it. So as you, as you should want as to, I, should, you right? want, yeah. I want to beat it. And, and, and then I, and then 2018 started and I, like I said, anybody out there who has a dollar amount that, that you think is going to be enough and it's going to like, like, I know it's hard for you to hear this because most people are like, well, if all my problems are wrapped up with money, money, money is going to make everything better. And all my problems were involved with money. Like I had bills, I had to pay all of this, you know what I'm saying? But every level has its own devil and people need to understand that. Yeah. You know, and Jack said that to me, every new level has a new devil because I had the money. But when you got the money and, and, and that's what, and that's what you're focused on. Once you get it, what happens? There, there's no dollar amount that's going to cure the stuff that starts happening. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? So the like, more mo money, more problems mo, is, is a real statement. Real, and it happens. Man. Like, and I haven't even made an M yeah. yet, you know, but, but like if I, like that I, just goes to show though, you haven't even made the M I, and, and the fact that you are experiencing issues right now and you're not at the, you know, everyone's chasing that million dollars. Yeah. So you're not even there yet and you're experiencing now. So that I, that would create fear in me. I'm like, dang, what's going to happen when I get a meal? Yeah. You know, it's like, you, it was wild though. Alex is like a million dollars. Like when you put it into perspective, it, the reason people chase for a million is because it's obtainable. Mm-hmm. See, like if 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 mm-hmm. if if, yeah. if you want to be real, a million dollars in Europe in Europe ain't going far. Yeah. It's like five hundred k here. The goal should be a bill, but like your goal should be happiness. Like you, it starts with being happy where you are. It's not yeah. a dollar amount. I know that sounds cliche, but I wasn't happy because again, I was bottling up, losing my son. Mm-hmm. So like a dollar amount, girls around me, weed, alcohol. Yeah, I had it. I had everything, bro. And it still wasn't like my be- one of my good friends uh, or my best friend Zach Davis, who works for us now, with us now, knows this. He's seen me, bro. He's seen me in the club, French Montana, with like eight gold <laughs> chains on. I got photos. You're gonna be like, "Wow, who is this guy?" Yeah, you know, like yeah. tatted up, eight gold chains, whatever, man. Like walking in, and I still like I still wasn't happy. Girls that I thought were beautiful were now easy. Right, yeah. and it's just like you got a different level of respect. It's just like that's what I wanted. Yeah, like uh, that's whack, and nobody really around you because it's you, at all. Yeah, besides the people you started with, and then you start looking at them kind of like, man, I paid for this too many times. Yeah, you know, or I did this too many times. Why are you around? And you instantly become lonely. Mm-hmm. It, it, it sucks because it's not even it's not even like a presence of people. It's a state of mind. You it know is, what I mean? It is. Because I can yeah. be in a room full of people. They all coming over to my house smoking, drinking. I got the money, so they going to come. That's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And then you look at these people, and you're just like, man, 
Eh, man. There's a certain vibe in the room. It's yeah, like, hey, it's like, yeah. it's just, yeah. dang, everybody here for the wrong reasons. So yeah. instantly, you, you, you do become lonely. And it's like, I hate to say that, but like, this is what it is. So, so life changed. Long story short, man. Um, I say short, but uh, I'm working at I'm working at Roush, man. Working my butt off. And then 2018 come around, and and I ask Kevin a question. He come into my office, and I'm like, man, my whole life I chased it. I've chased money, and now that I got it, what what happens now? What's next? What's next? Yeah. And this is this is me talking to my manager. We still haven't talked anything about wholesaling or anything. I'm like, and he's like, um, freedom. And I'm like, what? And he's left. And I'm like, are you talking about you about to fire me or something? I'm like, what do you mean freedom? <laughs> yeah, like, what's yeah, gonna yeah. happen? Yeah. But I really didn't care at that time, bro. Like, like I was focused on going to do something else. And um, and long story short, um, he saw me out and when I barely had money, I first started at Roush, it was a lot of homeless people. And I had, I remember to this day, I had $28, right? I had a five dollar bill in my pocket. And I and I, instead of giving him the three ones, I gave him the five. The group is up in front of, way in front. So I wasn't trying to do it to show off or anything. Yeah. The only person who looked back was Kevin. And that moment sticks with him. I, we want to get him on the show at some point. Oh, of course. Of but course. that moment sticks with him up until this day. And he's like, man, I remember. He's like, I know you're hard, man. Nobody else wants to give them no money. And I I, I don't mean to judgmental, but I, I knew you didn't have that much. Yeah. It shows and, a lot when sh- someone takes, even though it's just something small. Yeah. But it's a giant to that person who's on their last dollar, obviously don't have nothing. Uh-huh. Just a $5 bill. You know what I'm saying? It was crazy. They man. don't care who it's coming from. They nah. don't care about any of that. That moment stuck with them, so he knew my heart. So when he came to me, he like, <clears throat> let me say this. I was a top sales guy. So if anybody could have took his job, and could've been you. Could've, it would have been me. He knew that. But for him to have a trust and come to me like, hey, man, look, you having problems in terms of you know freedom. You want to go out and you want to do your own thing. Listen, I got to I gotta go too. I'm going to let him share his story, but he's like, I got to go. Like, I can't work anymore. This dude making like 400K a year. Killing it. And taking like, a risk on the fact. Taking a risk. Yeah. He was like, I'm done, bro. I, I can't do it anymore. You know, I'm not there for my family. You know, I'm making all this money. Again, like I told you, no dollar amount makes it okay. This is somebody mm-hmm. who was living a different life. He had his wife. He had his daughter. He had the nice house. He had everything he wanted to do. And he came from humble backgrounds too. But he was looking in the mirror like, man, this just ain't what I want. I'm tired of being a slave for money. I'm done. I'm, I'm tapping out. <laughs> Local guy's birth. 2018, I go sit down with my barber, Jack. And I'm like, Jack, look, man. Um, I'm about to quit. I'm like, I'm about to go. I want to get your perspective because you've helped me so much to this point. He was like, look, Tess, I know you want to go, but there's a position in this company that you don't know about and they're going to give it to you. I said, man, okay. I believed it. A couple weeks later, they gave it to me. Sure enough. Dude's a straight up profit. And like him and my father-in-law is, is the reason, a big reason why I, I pick my faith back up and I carry it so much. Um, but he was like, man, it's position. So he prophesied that I got promoted. I stayed there all of 2018. Meanwhile, we, we, um, <clears throat> we put in this action, we put in this action into play in all 2018. We're marketing on Facebook. Nobody really know who it is. We ain't really, you know, we ain't had a deal. We didn't have a deal. And that's what I was talking to you about. But a lot of people wait until something happens before they start wanting to jump, bro. We didn't have a deal. I didn't even know really what I was doing. I didn't even know what wholesaling was. I was scared of it. Just like, just like the house, just like the new houses. Mm-hmm. So like, I do, I do want to real quick just to because it's interesting to me to say, that you say you were the top salesman, and 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 uh, Kevin, y'all came together mm-hmm. because as men the ego there, mm-hmm. and I'm like that is crazy to me. He was able to let that it was nothing, no ego. There was no we had it, and we didn't. And y'all we had a together. terrible, com- and we had a yeah. t- terrible relationship. By the way, I did not like him. 
Oh, and then people don't know that. Wow, and then now y'all here today. Now we, now we like <laughs> brothers. That is, that it's is just God's speed. Yeah. It's God's speed, bro. Yeah, I did not like him, bro. Like, <laughs> and I think he knows that. But like, it's because like I was the top guy. It's like you know, it's like the star athlete, and the mm-hmm. coach trying to sit him down. And coach ain't even can't even mess with dude on the field. Yeah, you know, it's like. It's like Russell, somebody trying to coach Russell. Yeah. You, know, you can't like, coach that. You can't yeah. coach yeah. nobody that uncanny. That's why KD left. It's like yeah. you can't coach nobody. You can't tell him nothing because I, I know what I can do. So when you sit me down and you tell me X, Y, Z, I'm looking at you crazy. Like, yeah, you saying that works? I ain't doing that. I'm doing this. And nobody doing this. And this is working. He hardly ever came to my office. He'll tell you. He's like, I didn't want to come there. I never came there because you can't come in and tell Russell what to do. Get out. You know, and that's the way I saw it. So my our relationship was just this all the time. He would say something, and I would look the other way. He talking to the whole sales team. I'm like, you're not talking to me. And you know, I I do this. You know. Yeah. And it was a lot of pride. That's a lot of pride, and that's that's all it was. It was a lot of him had a pride. I had pride. You know. He had pride. I had pride. Um. So the relationship wasn't good. So to your point, he had to humble himself to be like, look, man, yo, this is what's going on. I need your help. Boom. So we birthed local guys. <clears throat> then the end of the year. Um, of last year, 2018, um, I had a godlike experience. I told Tony about it, but I had a godlike experience. I went on a cruise with my wife, man, and I was, and I engaged, but we weren't married. And uh, after that trip, long story short, we got married because you know, uh, God showed me some stuff. I, I was visited by some spirits, and I ain't gonna go into it too deep. People don't mm-hmm. think I'm crazy, but it happened, man. And I came back and I told Kevin, I was like, Kevin, man, this is what happened. Dude, believe me. He's the first person I told. I thought I was tripping. He believed me. He was like, oh, no, it's real. I got you. And uh, we put God in our mission statement. That night, man, that night we prayed, put God in our mission statement. We had a goal of making 10 grand a month. He gets a call from a lady he was following up with for two weeks, and our spread ended up being $9,800. It was wild. Wild. Since that day, it's blown up. <clears throat> and uh, we worked on creating a brand, you know. We talked about brand and branding mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the movie Focus. I have not. You haven't seen Focus? I don't think I have. It's wild how many people, like, I asked it, and they like, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I don't think. Who's like, the, who, what's Will the, Smith is, like, the main guy. No, I have not seen Curtis, you seen, you seen Focus? I'm, I'm going to have to check it out, though. You got to see Focus. You put man. me on game with the, with the book, and then I, I, got some, I got some learning to do. I got you. So, Focus, when you. You, when you look at Focus, look at it differently. Like, don't look at it from an entertainment standpoint, because it's an entertainment movie. Yeah. But just don't get blown away. Watch it multiple times, because what, what Will Smith did in Focus and the actors, that's what we did with local guys. It's called pre-framing. And that's the way it works, right? Something we found out at Roush, because we used Roush dollars, which was a lot, is we found out that people do business with you and they, and they recognize your brand the fourth to fifth time they see it. It's not the first. Mm. A lot of people spend money on that first one. Yeah, yeah. And they yeah. work for that first to get the person that first. You got to stay consistent. And that's the, that's the value of keep going. So with local guys, we pre-framed everybody to the point to where now we can go pull all of our bandit signs up. And everybody still know who we are. We walk in with this. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's true. pre framing is. True. So uh, that's how the brand got to where it is. That's why the brand is what it is. It's going to continue to grow because um, we just believe in pre framing. Mm. And I would say anyone who um, hasn't seen the sign, just drive down the street. You probably will. <laughs> All right. Go on Facebook. I actually seen I text him. I'm on Snapchat. I'm clicking through, and then local guy, and I'm like, "What?" I text Tony. I'm like, "What? How did Snapchat ad?" I'm like, well, "How?" Did I didn't you even do know that? we had a Snapchat. It ad. Was, I'm, I text him. I'm like, "Dude, what in the heck? How you do that?" Because 
all I see is like big giant company, T-Mobile, AT&T, uh-huh. Eminem, whatever it may be, <laughs> when clicking through Snapchat. And I see local guys by the house. I said, wow, these dudes are everywhere. And, and, and it's just that motivated me because I'm like, that's amazing. I want to be like that. Uh-huh. I want to every time you turn down the street, there's that little sign there. Uh-huh. Every time you're clicking through something, you're going to see it. Uh-huh. And, and y'all did great at doing that. And I think that's what's crazy about the story is y'all were you know, the top two guys. Like you say, he was like your boss. Mm-hmm. He and was. then y'all come together, bring the knowledge together, let the ego, the pride go, mm-hmm. and said, let's get this together and let's do it mm-hmm. and let's take it to another level. And that's yep. what y'all doing and that's what y'all did. Yeah. And I, I couldn't even imagine looking in the mirror thinking that, you know, the fact that where you started, like you said, and you didn't like him. Uh-huh. I mean, various of things. Yeah. And then now you guys are here together. Like you said, it's like a best friend. Uh-huh. Every time I see a video, it's y'all two together. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I'm assuming you can't fake that relationship, obviously. Yeah. You got to make it genuine mm-hmm. because we talk, spoke about earlier. What you put out it comes back. Amen. So if you're not putting out the gen, you know, being genuine with him and y'all weren't really close and cool, uh-huh. that was show in business. Yeah. Whether you like it or not, it's my show. Yeah. And, it's showing now that where you guys are, that it is genuine between y'all and yeah. y'all best friends. And sometimes yeah. it has to start off rough, not yeah. liking each other yeah. in order to build this relationship y'all have now. Yeah. So it's great. It's, it's very crazy, great. Man. We're like neighbors now, man. Like, <laughs> I live like four blocks from them. It's crazy. We live in the same neighborhood. No, like, no lie. We live in yeah. the same neighborhood, man. But yeah, it started out rough, but it, uh, it, it all makes sense eventually, man. I, 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 I didn't even start out by saying this, but I want everybody to know, shout out my man. Alex, you know, Alexander Taylor, the show, you know, um, the podcast. I really appreciate you. Shout out my man for all the work he's doing. Let's do therapy. You also have a cannabis. Cannabis. cannabis yeah. yeah. I've Oklahoma always cannabis. not been able to say that word. Yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma so. cannabis. It's, it's with a cannabis consultant guy I met okay. on social media. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. Comes over. We meshed. And then now we're doing this. Okay. And I think I told you earlier, it's my way of just putting my hand in everything. Yeah. And doing the things I love. I love mental health. I love talking. Yeah. And then I love cannabis. So why not? Yeah. Why would I not make a platform yeah. to talk about that and show people what I love? Much and love. get people like you the platform to talk about what you love, what you've been through, and such things like yeah. that. So uh, thank you again for coming yes, on. I appreciate um, you We definitely got to get Kevin on, definitely. It means a lot. It um, means a lot. And we got to continue to do stuff like this, yes, of sir. course. I uh, hope everyone enjoyed this episode. Of course, shout out to social medias, everything you can. Yep. Uh, we yep. Local Guys. Local Guys Houses, Buys houses on okay. Facebook. Uh, local Guys Houses on Instagram. Uh, we're there. You okay. Know, we need to get, well, we're on Twitter too. We got a Twitter. We're okay. not that active. I'll definitely put the socials in the description. People just click them right there. Appreciate well, thank it. you again, man. I hope everyone enjoyed yes, this sir. episode. Please uh, continue to support this podcast. I am out. Bye bye.